I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. In the world you will have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and today's episode, I'm going to get right to the chase because sometimes, don't you just want the homework? Like, give me the idea, tell me what to do, let me start working on it. That's how I feel about this topic, and it's going to be a short episode because I don't want to drag it on out, and I want to hear what you guys think. I want to hear if it's working for you. It's what I have kind of figured out on my own over the years, and I didn't even know that intrusive thoughts or the negative spiral thought pattern was even a thing. I just thought it was something that happened in my own head, and I figured out a way to deal with it. So um, I did a lot of reading today about this, and I thought, you know what? Everything that they're saying is what I do in a way. I want to begin this episode with a disclaimer that I am not a trained professional therapist. And if you're having intrusive thoughts that are maybe about self-harm or hurting yourself, hurting others, then I would really encourage you to seek professional advice when it comes to those things. So with that being said, I'm going to just get started and I'm going to tell you really what are my scary thoughts? What are the things that pop into my head? Sometimes it can begin with a happy thought. And then for some reason, my brain will twist it and it goes down this path of dread and horrible, horrible thoughts. Now, we can't control our thoughts and any thoughts you are having, really, if they pop in your head, that's not a sin. So I want to say that, too, for all of us with the Catholic guilt, like what's what's going on inside our head is not necessarily a sin. It's us acting on those thoughts that it then crosses over into sinful behavior, perhaps. But my main thoughts usually revolve around the safety of my family or the health of my family. And if you're new to this podcast or you haven't gone all the way back to the beginning, I will just give you the Cliff Notes version and let you know that my husband and I have lost a child to leukemia. So we have already buried one child. So the safety and health of my four living children is paramount to my husband and I. Probably the only thing that trumps my worries about my kids is the worries I have about my husband's health. I He is my rock. He is my world. And that is probably my biggest fear is something happening to him because I feel like with him, I can get through anything. Um, and we've already gone through hell together. And I feel like he's just my whole world. So when I get my thoughts, it's usually when I am doing mindless activities, maybe taking a shower or driving or washing the dishes. Maybe you have yours 
when you're lying in bed at night and it's everything you didn't get done that day or everything you have to get done tomorrow or just, you know how it goes. It's just, it's literally a spiral of negative thoughts that start going. So right now I'm going to give you an example. Because my son is 16, a lot of it has been revolving around his safety with driving. So it might start off as a a little innocent, happy thought. I can picture him in a car, maybe with some friends, they're laughing. And then as quick as lightning, it switches to, oh my gosh, now there's horseplay in the car. Oh my gosh, now someone's taking their eye off the road. Now they're in an accident. Here comes a tractor trailer. And it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So what do I do? Here's what I do. I either say out loud or I say it in my head, but I give a very firm no or stop, stop it. And it kind of jolts me out of that thought cycle. And then the next thing I do is I say my mantra. And I would encourage you to find your own mantra or your own Bible verse. Mine just happens to be the the quote that Jesus gave to St. Faustina, the Jesus, I trust in you. So I'll say stop. And then I say, Jesus, I trust in you. And then I get my breath. I get my composure. And then I will flip the fear into a prayer. So I will say, God, I know you're watching out for my kids. I know you're going to keep them safe on the road. I ask you to help them to make good decisions. I help, I ask you to you know, protect what they do in the course of the day, help them to always make good decisions when getting into the car with other drivers, help them to be responsible drivers, help them to be safe on the road. If they aren't safe, help them to pull over and call me, help them to make the next right decision. And I just flip the whole scenario around into a prayer for protection and, um, I don't know, just protection, really, for whatever that worry is on my kids. Now, here's the thing. Here's the other thing. If you're having these constant negative thoughts about the same thing, you can say to yourself, all right, I'm having these thoughts. Is there anything true in them? So has my son exhibited any erratic driving behaviors? Does he have friends that I don't trust to be in the car with him. So maybe there is something that's leading to your thoughts that are negative and spiraling. And if so, then can you address it? Because so many times we let our thoughts build up into this big, huge monster of anxiety when really if we just took the very first step to start healing it, it makes you feel all better already because your action just kind of takes away that anxiety a little bit at a time. Like so many times when I'm working with budget clients, they don't even know how much debt they're in. They have no clue how long it's going to take them to get out of debt. But once they start writing it down and once we start meeting, they're like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Or, oh, okay, this is manageable. Or, okay, this is my plan of attack. So sometimes it's just our minds get away from us and it spirals. So what can we do? Is there any truth in that fear that we can work on? You know, I worry about my husband, but what can I do? I can feed him the best and healthiest foods. I can encourage him to go to his men's group and pray and have a good relationship with God. I can encourage him to get out and exercise. I can encourage him to take the time to meditate in the morning. I can encourage him to get to bed and get some good sleep. I can do practical things to help alleviate my fear. 
But in the end, it is up to God. And that's why I always come back to the phrase, Jesus, I trust in you. And the more you tie in prayer with your worries and you flip it around, the more you're going to really trust God that he has your best intentions. In the book of Jeremiah, he says, you know, like, I have plans for you, plans for to prosper you and not to harm you. And we have to always remember that no matter what is coming our way, that God has our very best intentions at heart. It may not look the way that we wanted it to look. I did not want to lose a son to leukemia. But I will tell you, 13 years out now, I can say so much good has come from that. So I trust that God knows better. Most likely, there will always be some person, event, or thought in this world that will destroy our peace. Take comfort in the fact that Jesus has conquered the world. That goes back to our opening Bible passage for this episode. And I hope that you can implement some of these tools that I use that help me from to stop that negative thought spiral. And if it works for you, send me an email. See if it works. If you have other tips and tricks, let us know. Share them um, on the Facebook page on Tight Shit Mama. So um, other than that, I will see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care. Bye-bye. 